Welcome everyone to the second episode of In the Corner, ranked number one on my wife's list of favorite Notre Dame boxing podcasts. Today, I am joined by a very special guest. She is a 2017 grad and former two-time Barackabouts captain, the only boxer in Barackabouts history whose older brother was a coach for the boxing program while she competed, none other than my sister, Casey Miles. Welcome, Case. Thanks for having me. Uh, you'll probably get a kick out of this, but I actually made a note to myself to remember to call you Casey Miles when I typed it up. My little note as uh, Casey Gelch. I was like, nope. So <laughs> I need to remind myself of that too. I think I've definitely introduced myself as Casey Gelch in the past couple of months. So we're all getting used to it. How uh, how's Andy doing? Is he listening somewhere? Or is he off studying? He is not listening. He is studying. He's a dutiful medical school student, so he is studying until probably about 11 o'clock or so tonight. Ugh. Um, earlier today, I was talking to Britt, and I said, I, I wonder if it'll be a different dynamic interviewing um, and uh, like interviewing you knowing, uh, or at least thinking that I know a lot of the answers to the questions that I'll ask. And her advice was, just riff a little. So... Uh, <laughs> Are you ready to riff, riff Case? Best. You ready I'm to riff? so ready to riff. I'm so ready to riff. I'm, I'm so excited. It's going to be great. I am curious, though. I was thinking if any of my answers will surprise you. I feel like you know me far better than I even give you credit for. So I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if you know all of these. Well, we'll, we'll see. Um, first, for those who might not know you, uh, could you give us your, your Notre Dame introduction? I'd love to. It's been a couple of years. Okay, so my name is Casey Mills. Well, as a student at Notre Dame, uh, Casey Gelchin. I lived in Baden Hall. Go Bullfrogs. I studied accounting and theology. And I think that's it, right? I hit the major Notre Dame intro points. And did you say where you're from? Oh, I'm from South Bend, Indiana. Proud of it. Um. So you joined Barackabouts your sophomore year. You're a three-year boxer. Why did you join Barackabouts in the first place? Yeah, I, so as you said, I joined my sophomore year. Uh, when I got back in the fall for sophomore year, I was so excited to be back at Notre Dame. I loved my dorm. I had great friends. But I felt that there was something missing. Um, I think I was that really eager freshman who went to activities night and signed up for a bunch of clubs and listservs, um, but I wasn't very active in most of those during my freshman year. And I think I was missing, you know, having those, it sounds funny, like those big time commitments that in high school I had had with sports or you know, service projects, whatnot, that I wanted something that I could really commit my, my time to. So obviously, as I was trying to think of this, navigating the start of sophomore year, I asked my, my big brother, you, uh, for some advice on what to do, and you suggested boxing. I'm, I probably laughed at that and thought, no way would I do that. But I told you I, I would go to the info meeting just to see what it was about, went to it and was really surprised by how excited I was when I left that meeting. I was so impressed by the girls, um, the captains who spoke and the coaches that I thought, okay, you know, I'll, I'll go to one practice and that's it. 
and I went to the first practice and was so excited. I think I told everyone that I came across in my dorm that night how great Barack was um, as, you know, a one-day member. And yeah, I was really just hooked from there and uh, was in the pit for the next three years. So you said that you told everyone in the dorm, but um, I don't know that that means you told everyone that you were doing it. <laughs> um, and I know you are usually someone who uh, tells mom and dad a lot. I feel like I know going. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of what's going on in, in your life. Um, but uh, if I recall correctly, it wasn't immediately that you told them. It. Do you remember how long it was um, before you mentioned? Because I believe it was the day of your first spar, maybe? Yeah, you see, Matt, you know me so well, and you have an incredible memory. So you will know the answer to all of these questions. Um, you are correct. I did not want to tell mom and dad right away, which was really hard for me because I talk to my mom and dad um, for every day. Sometimes I call my mom multiple times a day, you know, to chat. Um, and I tried to keep this secret from them. Uh, my rationale was that I didn't want to worry them or get them too excited until I knew really how I felt about it. If I thought this was something I was really going to commit myself to and if, if I could be any good at it, um, I didn't want to get them worked up. So I did wait until my first spar. I thought that would be a good, a good point at which to tell them. So um, I don't know if you remember this part, Matt, but I was going to say, I don't know if you okay. remember this next part. <laughs> oh, oh, of course I do. Um, so I had Matt take a picture of me. Um, I think it was, it was before my first, or was it at, right after my first bar? Um, I don't, I remember wearing the pit it was. Oh, um, I remember what I was wearing. Like and you had the blue the headgear on. That I got, yeah, that I was wearing. Um, I had my headgear on, I had the gloves on from the spar, and I had the most horrible form in this picture also, which is just really funny to like look back on. It, it was, it's really, it's a hysterical picture. Um, I look a little terrified, very excited also. Your body um, but I had was not to, protected in that photo. I was not, no. <laughs> I think <laughs> your hands were about as high as they possibly could get. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was not great form. Um, but I wanted to, I thought, you know, I hadn't told them, it's been a month. I'm going to tell them in a funny way. So I'm pretty sure they had come to campus to, to drop something off, you know, the convenience of, you know, our parents living three blocks from campus. So they came over to campus and I told them, oh, I have to show you something on my phone. So I showed them this picture. And I remember, <laughs> I think mom said something first and she just kind of shook her head. She's like, no, no, you're not doing that. And dad kind of paused for a second. And I remember it so distinctly. I, I could tell you where on campus we were. And he looked at me and goes, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. <laughs> and like, it also wasn't a, if you're going to do this, it was like, a, like we are in this as a team. Um, we are going to make sure that like we, we do this well. And I'm pretty sure standing outside of Como, I like showed him my stance and I was like, no, like I've learned how to throw punches. I can do it. Um, and from there, you know, it's funny. I was so nervous to tell them, but they were obviously, you know, alongside you and Ryan, um, 
Britt and Sarah, like were my absolute biggest supporters, um, you know, from training and mom making the best ads hands down um, in the boxing program that probably ever seen. Um, so it, it's just, it's really funny to look back on how nervous I was um, and just how excited they were when I, when I told them. So I remember, or at least my memory is that before that uh, switch flipped for dad, that the first thing he mm. said was no, <laughs> and then realized. <laughs> um, Maybe it was. Maybe it was. I think he was just so shocked. I just remember him like kind of pausing for a second. Um, but I, yeah, I remember those words, like we, we are going to do this right. Um, and it was going to be a, a team effort. Um, he obviously, I think, probably immediately left that. I was like, I'm going to call Matt and see what's really going on. Um, because uh, Matt obviously has a hand in this. So Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, you saying, uh, I think it was, and I had this image, uh, although I did not get to observe it, of, of dad saying, um, well, first, putting his hand up and then saying. <laughs> yes, I was going to say that. Show me your dad. Show mm -hmm. me your dad. Okay. Mm -hmm. Again, throw another one. <laughs> In a very, mm -hmm. uh, very all business-like fashion. It really, it was. So, I'm, I'm grateful that they were super supportive and, and on board. Um, yeah, now, now you can see them decked out in boxing gear, you know, very supportive oh, yes. of the cause. Oh, yes. Um, well, you mentioned being able to, um, they came to campus and one of the uh, advantages of being in South Bend was proximity to home. Um, and because you were around for fall break and because I was able to get access to the gym, uh, we spent fall break uh, for those three years going to the pit. What do you remember uh, or what's your, your recollection of those training sessions, those infamous fall break training sessions we had? I we'll probably have some different um memories or thoughts that we we take away from this uh, i will let you share yours as well i'm sure you have some funny moments uh, the most cooperative in the gym uh, but I, I yeah i remember these nights you know when you would finish up work i'd meet you at the pit you would of course start off by blasting one of your nonsense playlists um that i i did love but working out Chicken fried is kind of a funny thing to think of. Oh. Um. <laughs> Gosh, if there's one thing that's been consistent over the years, men's program, women's program, boxers mm. from six years ago to six months ago, it's given me crap about my, my workout tunes. Uh, I have They're no good problem. songs. They're good songs. I think it's, it's, it's odd sometimes to do burpees listening to those songs, but I, I, I don't think I really argued about it. I just knew Matt was in control of, of the playlist. Um, if you so, can't yeah, work I out, we, I was going to say, if you can't work out a little, it's all coming back to me now by Celine Dion, or <laughs> then you transition Shania Twain. to Shania Twain, a little Lupe mixed in there. Then you get a little bit of Shut Up and Dance, then a little MKTO mm -hmm. classic. Ooh, giddy up. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Anyway, what sorry. <laughs> Not to no. request too much about the, uh, the workout tunes. You're going to have requests then to make playlists. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like we had a pretty solid routine down. Um, going into the gym, you know, do some shadow boxing, then transition to a couple rounds of jump roping, heavy bag, throwing mitts, maybe ending it with a med ball workout. Um, 
but it was, I feel like those, those workouts were really special in the sense that during the semester, we obviously got to see each other every day, which was great, but you would be pulled in a lot of directions as a coach, having to help so many girls and corner and whatnot. And I was pulled in a lot of directions those second two years as, as a captain, but these, you know, special workouts over fall break, it was just us. Sometimes dad would tag along in the gym and we could spend as much time as we wanted. We didn't have to rush. And it was just, yeah, it was incredible to just kind of get to work out, focus on what we wanted to focus on. Um, I think sometimes we would spend so long in there. I'm pretty sure mom or dad would be very curious. Like, what are they doing in the gym this long? Like, they can't be working out this long. <laughs> I will not say we worked out the whole time. There was, there was other things too, but yeah, it was great. Yeah, no, we had a, we had a good time. That's where um, my commitment to medicine ball training really uh, took off going to that mm-hmm. back wall in the pit and doing a whole bunch of exercises. And um, I remember how you were a, um, you would do everything that was requested of you. <laughs> I was Just, waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, although perhaps you expressed your desire not to do it before then going forward and uh, <laughs> agreeing to uh, do another round on the bag or to, mm-hmm do another set of burpees and um what I was thinking as you were talking um because one of the cool things as you said like we had the pit to ourselves and you just it's the pit is an awesome place normally it's just buzzing with energy um but it is kind of a it's even more special in some ways when you just have that place to yourself but I was thinking do you remember those kids who came running into the gym at the time we were working out I had not thought about that in years. I forgot about that. That was a little crazy. Very unexpected twist in the workout. <laughs> I think we were doing medicine ball work. Um, and then next thing you know, which is turn around and like, you had these, uh, I don't know, it was like four of them. just like running into the pit. And there's like, uh, hello, who are you? Um, I forgot about then, that. Yeah, kind of had a, a feeling of like... Got to stay on your toes. Got to be ready for anything. <laughs> yeah, I think after about five minutes, it was kind of a, a sense of you, you don't have to go home, but you got to get the heck out of here. <laughs> we got some work to do. Um, yeah, no, those uh, those fall break sessions were, were always a real highlight for me and some mm-hmm. certainly look back very fondly on them. Um, mm-hmm. Related to that, uh, over the course of the season, uh, you and dad would go to the old St. Joseph High School track and do sprints. Um, Another fun memory from training, uh, perhaps a little bit unusual, but could you talk a little bit about that experience? Yeah, so fall break is really special. Obviously, we got our workouts at night, but every day of fall break started out with um, going to the track with dad. And he had this idea. I would not have thought of this on my own, but he made a point um, of kind of expressing to me that, you know, boxing, you know, if your round is 90 seconds, you're not throwing punches the entire night. You know, you're going to throw a flurry of punches, um, move around the ring, another flurry of punches, you know, the round ends, you you kind of regroup, whatnot. Um, And so we tried to mirror that a bit with, with the sprints, that, that kind of cadence. So we'd walk around the track, we would, and jog and then he would just yell sprint and I would take off and 
he said he would time them. Sometimes I don't trust the times that he said. Um, though later on, he would tell me that he did exaggerate the time, or, you know, he'd say, oh, that's only 30 seconds, and it would really be 45 seconds of sprints. Um, but it was, it was so special, and obviously, the, the workout was great. It was a great way to start nice and early on fall break, but, you know, more than that, it was just really special to, you know, have that extra time with dad, you know, like I said, um, just as, I mean, you were such a big part of my boxing experience. So were mom and dad and their support. And, you know, dad, I think probably had the easier um, end of it with these workouts in the morning, because then I would get home and, you know, the whole day I'd be hungry, but trying to stay healthy. And mom had the task of holding me to what I had always told her at the start of fall break with, do not let me eat junk food over break. Um, bouts are coming up. You need to encourage me to eat healthy. And that was always her job. And she's a saint because she would always have healthy foods for me. And I begrudgingly would eat them, even though I knew I, it would, it would pay off for me. Um, but yeah, those fall breaks were just, were so special in, in a number of ways. Um, yeah. Yeah, those dad, dad, dad got you in the morning. I, I got you in the evenings, and uh, mm-hmm. mom had to deal with me all day long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, because you have listened to the first podcast, the uh, mm-hmm. the first listener of the first podcast, you would uh, know, or perhaps you and it would anticipate at least that this part was coming. I'm going to take a s- small break here and uh, <laughs> do some rapid fire questions. I'm, I'm actually my... nervous for this part. I because I did notice you did you did this with Maddie, and I was a little I'm a little bit nervous. So I am going to set my stopwatch uh, for 50 seconds, and um, I am going to fire off a series of questions. And first thing that comes to your mind, help people get to know the real case. Oh, great! All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Favorite food? French fries. <laughs> Biggest pet peeve? Uh, biting, people biting their nails. Hidden talent? Um, my tongue can touch my nose. Favorite TV show? <laughs> um, the Office. Favorite board game? Ooh, code names? Game show you'd most like to go on? America says. With Halloween mom. or Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Potatoes. Summer, <laughs> summer or winter? Uh, summer. South or North Dining Hall? South. And favorite place on campus? Uh, the Grotto. That wasn't so bad. I, I, said, or I said French fries, my favorite food. See, <laughs> it really was a challenge for, for mom to try and keep me to be healthy over fall break when that is my favorite food. So. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so uh, talking about healthy e- eating and discipline <laughs> behavior, um, I talk a lot about habits and I especially talk a lot about habits in the context of boxing and training and I'm sure there are a couple of boxers who, if they end up listening to this, I, I can imagine them shaking their heads uh, because of how much they've heard me emphasize this point. But um, 
what would you say is the best habit that you formed as a boxer? So I would say this, it took me a while to get there, but I finally started hitting the heavy bag. I think my second year doing boxing, I definitely did not hit the heavy bag my first year. Or if I did, it was very rare. Um, to be honest, I was thinking about it. I, I think I was pretty scared of hitting the heavy bag. I think I'd seen like captains or um, girls who looked like they really knew what they were doing or, oh, like the really strong girls hit the heavy bag and I'm not that strong. So yeah, I'm not going to do that. Or I don't know how to hit the heavy bag. Like I'm going to look silly doing that. And I don't want to look ridiculous in front of all of my teammates. Um, so I just, you know, did not do it, <laughs> which was not the best choice. And my coach, you, um, <laughs> encouraged me to get over that and hit the heavy bag. It might not come or might not feel natural at first, but the more you do it, uh, the more normal it will feel. And that's exactly what happened. I, I really believe senior year, I think I felt it the most when I had finally gotten into a great rhythm of hitting the heavy bag, you know, not necessarily every day, but several times a week where I felt that my punches came off um, with a bit more pop. They were stronger. And it was just, it was such a great skill that I think I had learned and a habit that I had developed that I definitely didn't have in the beginning. So, you know, I would definitely say for, for girls who were maybe intimidated by the heavy bag or think I might look silly doing it, like, don't worry. I was that person. Um, you get over it, you get used to it. And it doesn't matter what people will think. Um, ask Matt, he'll help you through it. Um, but yeah, so my best habit, um, kudos to you, Matt. Thank you for helping me dissolve that. Oh, that's very, very kind of you. Um, yeah, no, I remember when that, that light uh, kind of flipped on for you and it was something that you were eager to do and almost took pride in the fact that you were putting in more rounds on the bag than anybody else. And, um, and certainly the, the quality of your boxing reflected that. I've heard you mention before um, that when you would interview for something, people would often look mm -hmm. at your resume and invariably, invariably would ask a question about Barack about almost this simultaneously perplexed and curious look of, you like boxing? <laughs> you do boxing? Um, what do those who haven't experienced Barack abouts not understand? Or what's the biggest mi misconception about Barack abouts? So many things uh, that I could say for this. The, the first thing that comes to my mind um, in terms of what people don't necessarily understand, or maybe I just didn't um, understand going into it, was that Barack abouts is really unique in that you get both um, the, the joys of a team and individual sport, which I think is really unique and really special. So, right, it's individual. It's up to you how hard you train, how committed you are to it. Are you putting in the time? Are you showing up to practice? No one's making you do this. You know, you're in college. It's, it's you who's <laughs> dragging yourself to the gym. Um, and, you know, when you get in the ring, it's, it's you against your opponent. Um, at the same time, you have this incredibly supportive community that genuinely wants you to succeed, wants you to train well, wants you to 
develop in and outside of the ring. And I think that I was just really surprised by that. And I could see people not necessarily believing that. I think maybe if you've been to Barackabouts and witnessed it, you might have caught a glimpse of it in seeing two girls enter the ring and so many teammates on the sides cheering and rooting them on and genuinely just um, there to support those girls. And then at the end of the bout, the girls hug. <laughs> um, they were just competing and now they're hugging because, you know, at the end of the day, this isn't about them. Um, it's about the mission and the team. So I think that that is, is definitely um, something that I hadn't known going into it. I'm so grateful for it. And I think I got so much out of both aspects of it, being a team and individual sport um, that people might, might not know. And then as for misconception, I think, you know, I said I, I did not participate in Barackabouts freshman year. And I think my response would have been, oh, I'm not going to do Barackabouts. I don't want to break my nose or get hurt. And I think that there is a lot of fear in, in boxing. You're going to get hurt. Something bad's going to happen. And I think especially as a captain, I got to see a lot more behind the scenes of how thoughtful the program is from, you know, obviously the medical staff that is always present whenever spars or bouts are taking place to how careful the coaches are with, you know, getting you into the ring for your first spar and walking you through that, right? You're not just going into the ring and they're saying, good luck, have fun. Um, like your first spar will be painfully slow because they will stop so many times to make sure you're okay and Jed's only going well. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, and then, and then even to the brackets, you know, they're very thoughtful in how, and how this all plays out. Um, and so I would say that in my three years of boxing, I never once got into the ring and was scared. I was nervous about doing well or, you know, letting people down. But I would not confuse that with fear, I think. You know, I was never, I was never scared. I wasn't going to get hurt. Um, the coaches wouldn't let me get hurt. My big brother in my corner would not let me get hurt. Um, that wasn't it. So I would just hope that if people were, were intimidated by it or thought, you know, if it was keeping them back because, you know, they were scared or fearful, um, I would just hope to, to encourage them to try it. You'll be safe. You'll be, you'll be okay. <laughs> Boxers, um, I mean, I think it's evident listening to the way you talk about the program and your experience, but boxers pour so much energy into training. And then the bouts are comparatively very quick. <laughs> Put in all this work and then it's over. What was going through your mind when you exited the ring for the last time? Okay, so that would have been my senior year. I, Matt, you will know this. I never had a good gauge for how a bout was going. Um, I really, I really never did. And so I um, didn't really know how I did. Uh, I ended up losing split decision. Um, was really happy for, for Shannon. She's a great competitor, a beautiful girl. Um, and, you know, the bout ends. I leave, I leave the ring. And I, I would say I'm not a very emotional person or one to um, 
you know, cry in front of people who are not my family members or close friends. And I just remember going into the hallway and, you know, Matt, you came and found me and gave me a hug. I think mom and dad were there. They had come from the stands. I ran into Father Pat Reedy out there and I just started bawling. Um, And it's funny, I really, it wasn't because I lost. I think, like you said, I had put so much time and energy into this sport and this club and it was over. Um, it was the last time that I was going to compete in Brackabouts and that just kind of consumed me. And so uh, I was very emotional in the hallways of the Jack. <laughs> um, but then I knew I kind of had to snap out of that because, you know, like I said, this is um, a team and it's bigger than us or, you know, one individual. So even though I lost, I had to stop. I had to get changed and I had to get back out there to, to support my teammates who were you know still fighting that night and get back in corner for them but it really was just it was far more emotional than I I would have thought um this you know this it felt like the end of an era Matt like this ended and I I couldn't quite take it so yeah Yeah. for anyone who saw me in the hallways of the jack um I apologize (laughs) well no I I think it's interesting how in your case it hit you like a ton of bricks right away. Um, mm-hmm. For some others, it's a week later or a month later where it's like, oh my gosh, I am boxing no more. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I remember after that bout um, seeing you just kind of being overwhelmed with emotion. And I, I think um, that's, uh, I, I thought it was interesting how you mentioned that you, you have that, that moment and you, you know, this moment of catharsis and then you, you got to come back out because you got a corner. <laughs> um, I think that's something that uh, perhaps not all in attendance or even all boxers would be able to appreciate for the captains who are competing early in the night, uh, particularly if it doesn't go their way. Um, and I think that just, that's a testament to, to you and the other boxers in the program who um, rather than, dwelling on uh, their own, I don't know, frustration um, Mm -hmm. or disappointment or just mix of emotions. They're like, nope, I got to focus on other people now. Um, So the last thing I wanted to ask you, um, after your final Barack about season, you decided to write a viewpoint for the observer talking about your boxing experience. What prompted you to do that? First, what did you want people to know then and, and what do you want people to know now? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, as I said, when the season ended, I just couldn't believe it. It was over and did a lot of reflecting on what boxing meant, what those past few years had meant to me and was overwhelmed by like the sense of gratitude. And so while I probably could have written all of these things and just sent them you know, to you and family members and the captains and my teammates in an email, um, I thought I would put it in, in the observer, um, you know, in the off chance that maybe some undergrad who knows nothing about boxing um, or those who have thought about it but haven't done it yet might see it and give it a chance the next season. So, you know, in essence, I wanted to express that gratitude um, for a couple different things, for the sport itself. I think that's boxing taught me a lot about myself and showed me that 
you know, I can be strong and I can do hard things. Um, you know, and that's something that I've carried with me since then. I'm also, you know, overwhelmingly grateful for all of the people and the relationships, and, you know, the special time with my teammates. And you know, as I said, like mom and dad being so supportive and, you know, my biggest fans again um, in the stands and that incredible time with you, Matt. And, you know, we got to hang out every single day in the fall. A lot of text messages exchanged. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think um, there's another sister-brother combo out there who texts so much about uh, how's today going, what are you feeling, what, what's our plan for tonight um, during a season like that. But yeah, it was just, it was so special. And so, yeah, I wanted to, to give some thanks and put that out there. And so, yeah, I, I mean, overwhelmingly, like if, if people are somewhat interested in in boxing and growing and doing something really cool that you probably won't be able to do later in life, uh, do it while you're at Notre Dame, uh, while you're a student, while you can. Because you know, I really wish I did. I didn't box all four years. I wish I could go back right now and have a fourth year of eligibility and and compete again. Because yeah, it was just it was that incredible. Well. You're pretty incredible as well, and uh, really, uh, Thanks, really grateful for you joining uh, for this second episode of In the Corner. And um, yeah, this was this was a lot of fun. I think uh, we, we maybe a good mixture of riffing, a good mixture. Of... <laughs> this is great. Yeah. You're my favorite podcast host. Oh, wow. That is, I so you're that. your wife's number one, um, and you're also my number one. Now. Yeah. So, and that, and realistically, uh, the, uh, the three of us are the only people who've listened to this uh, <laughs> podcast so far, but. Not for long. Not not for long. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Appreciate the vote of confidence. Um, Mom and dad will listen to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll make them. Um, <laughs> But uh, just as a reminder, as, as always, we are in the midst of Barack about season. As I said last time, they are up against it a little bit. They have set their fundraising goal at $50,000 uh, to help out the Holy Cross missions in Uganda. And so if anyone is interested in checking out what they're doing or reconnecting with the club, I'm sure they would love to um, hear from you and um, and hopefully, uh, so this was, hopefully we'll have another episode. Um, I, uh, I knew going in that uh, Maddie was going to be the first, and I knew Casey had, had agreed to follow up. And uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens next. But uh, thank you very much for, for listening. Thanks so much, Case, for, for joining. And uh, wherever you are, hope you have a wonderful day. Mm -hmm. Bye.